Welcome to Modern Aikidoist Podcast. Please help by liking, subscribing, and sharing this podcast if you're watching this on YouTube or BitChute. These are all free and help out a great deal. Word of mouth is how shows like this reach more people who are interested. Another way you can support this podcast is by way of a PayPal tip jar. You can leave a donation of any amount you like or set up a monthly donation just like Patreon or Subscribestar. Only I don't make you pay for my content. I only invite you to contribute. There's a link in the description. I sincerely appreciate your interest and support. Many of us have experienced the problem of overthinking what we are doing. If there was one consistent issue I see students struggle with is letting their brain intrude on their ability to perform. This can take many forms, resulting in anxiety and nervousness. If it's not addressed, it can lead to performance plateaus and even a lack of confidence. Overthinking can ruin your ability to perform properly and be very frustrating. The brain is powerful and learning to control it is necessary to get your mind and body working together efficiently. Koichi Tohei felt mind-body unification was a core principle of Aikido, and I'm inclined to agree. Many of us with very active brains have them constantly bombarding us with thoughts of, where exactly should I step? Is my balance correct? Which way will I turn? How far exactly should I turn? Where am I going to balance my weight? When do I take the next step? And many others. My goal in today's episode is to share with you not only how I dealt with this problem, but also how I helped guide others to find their own solutions to the problem. We each need to find a solution which works for us, and because each of us is different, the solution will likely be different. If you're a practitioner who is dealing with this, hopefully I can give you some ideas to try so you can find your own success. If you're an instructor, perhaps you can find some ideas for how to help a student through it. I would be shocked to hear from an instructor who never had a student who struggled with overthinking. To me, overthinking feels like what it would be to paddle a canoe over a lake of mud. You feel like you're working like crazy but are really not getting anywhere. Nothing is smooth and you are constantly baffled as to why others can move smoothly and you cannot. I found that the flood of thoughts which flow through your mind need to be shut off when it comes time to do technique. Pick one or maybe two things you want your body to do and just go. Don't concern yourself with getting every detail just right. You're going to screw something up, or even most of the technique itself. Just focus on getting the one or two things you had in mind right. The old saying goes, there's only one way to eat an elephant, one bite at a time. Learning Aikido is a pretty big task, and it can sometimes seem overwhelming. Don't try to do it all at once. That's impossible. Even rushing to try and learn many nuances of techniques in one class will prove too much. Just work on a select few and burn those in. They will always be training time in the future to go farther and learn more. You can think about Emperor Hadrian in regards to building Rome. Brick by brick, my citizens. Having patience and keeping a sustainable pace is one way to look at avoiding overthinking. I find that one way to describe the relationship of the mind and the body is that the body learns the feeling of the technique. The movements, balance, pressures, and such are based on feelings, not on thoughts. When you first learn a technique, you kind of think your way through it, but that's very clumsy. It is rough, but it is a phase you need to move past into going by feeling. In this case, I relate it to learning to play music. A skilled musician feels the music. He doesn't plan it or think about it, especially when improvising. Music is not mechanical, and neither is Aikido. It's an art, not a science. Like learning anything, the beginning stages are awkward and the results are very poor. In Aikido, we always experience feet being in the wrong place, stepping with the wrong foot, turning the wrong direction, 
turning when we shouldn't, not turning when we should, and all manner of errors. We also build some bad habits which must be unlearned later. The most obvious bad habit is looking down. It's natural to look at your feet to see if they are where they should be and look at your hands to see where they are and where they should be going. This is totally natural, but it is a bad habit. Structurally, the head leaning forward unbalances the body. I found that when the eyes continue to look at the tiny details, it indicates that the mind is focused on those aspects. As the saying goes, the eyes are windows to the soul. From an Aikido perspective, the mind is getting in the way of feeling the technique. This is the difference between playing the notes and making the music. Without the correct feel, one is merely walking through the motions. Maneuvering your own body in time with the moving body is a very complex thing. It's a matter of touch, not something the brain can plot out. That's why overthinking destroys technique. I've found our own mind can be the biggest stumbling block to skilled Aikido. The same holds true for many other arts, and not just martial arts. So how does one conquer overthinking? I think the first step is to realize that the thinking brain and the body both have important roles to play and each has their time. When I say the body, I'm not talking strictly about the bones and muscle fibers. I'm talking about the deeper brain function combined with the body which performs without the thinking brain. This is the part of us which takes care of breathing, walking, sneezing, etc. We don't think about these things, we just do them. In the case of walking, the relationship between the two aspects of ourselves interact. The thinking brain gives a simple instruction, walk that way, and the body does a very complex thing of making that happen. We don't consciously think of every step that we take, we do it automatically. Aikido technique is the same, at least Aikido technique without the thinking brain intruding on your body. A question which students often ask me is, how am I going to remember all these details about technique? This question comes up after the initial stages of learning technique. The reason is that when I introduce a technique to new students, I keep it simple and only present a few things for them to work on. As they study more, I introduce them to more details as they are ready to absorb them. Each of us has a certain absorption rate for information. At some point when they realize that techniques are made up of quite a few details which must be correct, they often feel a bit overwhelmed. Up to that point, they could focus on the few things they were shown and get somewhat close to correct technique. Simple things like which foot to step with first or which way to turn. That's a natural starting point. As the list of details grow, they are getting closer to making their technique complete and correct. This is when the body is absorbing the details so that the feel is right. My answer to my students? The training we are doing is focused on the body the part of it which performs the complex actions when the brain gives it a simple instruction to do so. They should realize that their ultimate goal is to program the body correctly, to perform without thinking through the details. For this to happen, a certain level of control over your own mind is necessary. We must make it let go of its desire to micromanage our movements. Some people can do this easier than others, and I think this is where practicing a complex art has a serious meditative aspect. Meditation is about controlling the mind. Most commonly, people tend to think of meditation as sitting completely still and emptying the mind. This is certainly controlling the mind. Aikido is a moving meditation. It requires a level of control over the mind which calms it and lets the body take over to execute correct movements. When this relationship between the mind and body is honed well, the thinking brain does not impair the body's movements. 
I think this might be one way to describe what Musashi referred to as the void, where you act without pre-planning. Your vision and perception, adherence to the principles of strategy, and flawless execution of technique flow without hesitation. It feels natural and effortless. I envision that as being performance from the void. This is something I've felt a few times, but is very difficult to achieve. Getting the mind and body in balance, in a good working relationship, is a skill on the path which leads to the void. Overthinking must be conquered before traveling further on the journey to that place of higher skill. As far as tangible advice for how to do that, I suggest looking at your body as something which will work on its own. It will move how you train it to move. Use your thinking brain to guide it to what correct movement is. As you do that, start letting go of that planning and micromanagement. Let your body move according to the basic instruction you give it, kind of like you're letting it go on its own autopilot. As you do technique, let your thinking brain observe your body's movements. Watch your body move and see what it does correctly and what it does wrong. Note it to make a slight adjustment to the next repetition, but take a light touch to do so. The things that it is doing right, let it do all on its own. You will probably find there are other more minor adjustments which will need to be made in the future, but cross that bridge at the proper time. Focus on the most obvious issues in the moment. Patience is a virtue here, and being patient can help quell the tsunami of overthinking. Let yourself take the time to flush out the details one at a time. Some details will only take a few moments to get down, and others will take more work. Avoid being haphazard about them and jumping from one issue to the other without ever putting any particular one to rest. A trait which often goes along with overthinking is beating oneself up for not being good enough. Usually this type of perfectionism is when someone feels that they should be better than they are. This reflects a lack of patience and can even indicate a certain amount of disappointment aimed at themselves. Be kind to yourself. Realize it takes time for anyone to learn something, and some pick things up a little quicker than others. Excellence comes from taking the time needed to build proper skills. Usually, if someone's a little slower to learn, the additional time they spend learning that skill pays off and their abilities are better and more solid than those who pick things up quickly. Faster does not mean better. This brings me to some of the causes of overthinking. To truly conquer overthinking, you must understand yourself and find where it comes from. This can be a deep dive into your own psyche, and it may be uncomfortable to realize. To me, this is where Aikido and martial arts training are most focused on self-improvement. Only when you understand yourself can you make substantial improvements. Overthinking can be based in self-doubt or lack of confidence. It can also be based in emotional trauma from abuse or neglect. These are very personal sources, and it can be uncomfortable examining yourself deeply enough to find the real cause. These can be wounds which we have had for a long time and have never healed. They can be healed when we know about them and can address them. I think this is why martial arts training has had such a profound impact on many practitioners, because the process of learning has led them to find these wounds and heal them. Not to say that overthinking is always based on these deeper emotional sources, but they can be. Sometimes our brains are just too obsessive about controlling everything. That is why learning to let the body go and perform when the time comes is an important skill. The relationship of the brain and the body is at the heart of all martial arts training. If those are out of balance, performance will suffer. When those are in proper balance, the results are amazing. What do you think? 
Please share your ideas in the comments if you're watching this on YouTube, or go to the Facebook group Aikido the Marshall side and post a comment. The Spirit Aikido online program is now live, and there are more than 70 videos in the program, with new ones being added every few days. Subscribers get access to video training and mentoring to techniques and training methods I've adopted from other martial arts to make my Aikido more practical. There's a link in the description section. I invite you to check it out. I always enjoy hearing from listeners of the show, whether through comments or questions. Thank you all for sharing your interest. Enjoy your training.